Welcome to the Gap we Church Podcast, in the where we're filling the gap through freedom and the day. truth. Please enjoy God this week's good. message. And all the time, and all the time. All right, my name is Lola Day, and welcome to the Gap Church, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. If you don't know what they just said, because you're new, that is the vision of the Gap Church. And we say that every day, every Sunday, so that we remember the why we are gathered and what God has called us into. And so we're here to fill the gap through freedom and the truth. All right. Um, And we are seven-ish days away from our 21 days prayer and fasting. Are we excited? And if you do not know because you're new, I would help you. And so um, towards uh, the gap anniversary, we do a 21-day prayer and fasting. And our prayer and fasting will be starting October 24th, um, which is next, not this Monday, the Monday after this Monday. Um, and any, def- any, any will come during the end to give you guys more information about that. And so if we definitely want everyone to be a part of it, um, it's going to bless you. The theme of our prayer and fasting is possessing the land. Are we excited to possess the land? All right. And um, shout out to Dara. Um, coming for us last week, an emotional damage. If you don't know who Dara is, it's right there. Um, it's one of the leaders in the Gap Church. Um, and please follow us in the Gap CH for more information or check, up our, check out our YouTube at the Gap Church for all of the many sermons. Um, yeah, just follow us. And so this um, morning, this afternoon, actually, um, I would be, we're going to be getting a little vulnerable today. Um, it's, preparing this message really hit me. Still, still hit me. Still hitting me right now. Um, because God, want, God wants to address a couple of things before he sends us out to possess the land. Um, I told the prayer department on Friday that you, God will not send you out if your own front is not secured. Um, and so he doesn't want to send out people that still have pieces that needs to be fixed. And so this morning, God wants to, we want to talk. We're going to talk um, and we're going to get vulnerable. We're going to get honest. We're going to get as real as we can. Um, so bear with me. Um, it's not the easiest of topics to talk about what is necessary in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. So my topic for today is titled Broken Vessels. Broken Vessels. And I have two definitions for us here. Um, the word broken means to be damaged or altered. So meaning it does not look like what it was initially intending to or intended to look like. It's not, it doesn't look like what the manufacturer had planned it to look like. So that is broken. And vessels are a container for holding something. A container. Anyone sees a container before? So a container. So broken vessels is damaged or altered container. A damaged or altered container. I'm going to start with a story. So, um, anyone ever broken a plate before? Okay. 
All right. Okay, so I, I'm talking to the right people. <laughs> we all broken plates before. Anyone ever broken plates in an African home before? They're two different things. You can break plates and then you can break plates in an African home. Um, but anyways, um, so whenever you break a plate, um, some, it depends depending on the size and obviously like the the where the plate is falling, kind of determines the how broken the plate will be. And so maybe if you eat the plate just on the edge of something, it chips, but it falls on the ground, it can go into like pieces, right? Right? Okay, I'm just, we, I need you to be following me. Use your imaginations. Thank you. All right. And so um, I break a plate. Um, and because of where the plate fell and the distance, had a little bit of physics, <laughs> but the distance between my hand and the floor, it did not break into so many pieces. Instead, it broke into like three, three like big chunk pieces. So meaning that if I, if I care so much about the plate, I could sit down and start to like put it back together. Um, but because I have other plates and I don't have the time, um, I trash the plate. And anyone who's ever visited me, I don't walk um, with slippers in my house. I'm bare feet because I love my feet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, I walk bare feet in the house. And, and then I feel a pain. Ooh, a very sharp pain. Um, I'd slept on glass. Um, but this time, it was so very tiny. You know, those tiny ones are the ones that hurt the most. Like, you're just putting your hand over and just trying to look for, where did you find it? How? Like, yeah. And so this tiny piece in my leg, and it really hurts. And then it made me realize that, oh, there are pieces of the plate that I didn't even know. And not, yeah, I broke off. Thank you. So that means if I'd sat down to put the plate together, it would still not have been perfect. Because there were still pieces that I did not know were not there anymore. And that's what God is saying. That some of us, we've, we've seen the big chunks of ourselves and we were able to put that together. But we've abandoned the little pieces. And so we think we're all and we're complete. But there's that tiny piece that we don't know that is still there. And so when we are trying to get healed and forgive the person that hurt us. And all of the things that we have that's... The world has told us is the process of healing. We forget the little pieces, the words that maybe have been spoken to you that you've just pushed aside, but it's beginning to manifest. We all know the story of Jabez in Second Chronicles, yeah, I think. This is someone who was, had already been announced from birth that is a child of pain. He didn't do anything wrong. The only thing he did wrong was to be born. So, and then he's called a child of pain. And so he grows up and he wonders, why is pain following me? And then he makes a prayer. But you see, the good part of that prayer is that he did not just pray for the pain to stop. He prayed a prayer of restoration. Because he's he understood that I could sit and pray to be healed. And so I am healed from the hurt that my, mom, my mother said I was born in pain. But then I've lost time as well. And so sometimes even when we're, we're trying to get healed from that hurt and that pain and that thing that has happened, we've forgotten that we also need restoration because we've lost time in the process of having to heal from that thing. And those are the pieces those are the pieces. And so this afternoon, 
God wants to address our broken heart. Um, the last and deeper night, if you're new, I would explain what deeper night is. Every last Friday of the month in the Gap Church, we meet here at 7 p.m. and we pray. And we go deep. And the last one, the theme was there is more. And so all of us with our vessels are all going to the water to get more of God. Well, spiritually, no, we didn't bring pots here. And the Holy Spirit is telling, was telling me that there's some people that their vessel has been tampered with. Not out of something they did, but just out of how broken the world is. And so they bring the little part that's left of the vessel and they're trying to get water, but they can't hold water anymore. And he's saying, I want to address that. I want to address that. A lot of us, we've, we've not, this is not just, some, it's not just people who've hurt you. You've also found yourself doing so many things in the past that we think that there is no way God is able to use me. That, okay, yes, I've heard people, or you, I've read in the Bible of the woman at the well. I've read in the Bible of, the, of um, Peter and how he denied Jesus. I've heard in the Bible of Moses. I've heard in the Bible, and we're like, but you guys do not, but they don't understand what I have been through. They don't understand what I have been through. I'm here to tell you that God understands what you have been through. God understands what you have been through. God saw that person hurt you. And it's not because he couldn't do anything about it at that point in time. And it's not that he, he turned his face away, but instead it was there with you. I'm going to read a couple of Bible verses and I'm going to tell a little bit of my story. We're going to pray. Amen. John 6 verse 12. I'm just going to go through these Bible verses and I'm specifically going to read through them because I want us to see different parts of the Bible where God just talked about how he understood that sometimes we are in pieces. John 6 verse 12. And he says, so when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Jeremiah um, 17 verse 14, the message version, Jeremiah 17 14 says, God, pick up the pieces. Put me back together again. Jeremiah 18 4. But the jar he was making did not turn out as he had hoped. So he crushed it into a lump of clay again and started over. I read all these different Bible verses to understand that there are the different times in the Bible where God specifically highlighted the fact that we're broken. And his only interest is to put us back together. He doesn't want us to put that pain, 
and that suffering and that hurt and even those sins that we think is the past put them all in a box and throw them away and believe that we are all brand new and come to him but instead he wants us to bring that box with ourselves bring that box with us to him he told the disciples he said bring the fragments as well don't just abandon them so that nothing is lost I can tell you the enemy can sit with you and give you a list of the reasons why you are not qualified to be used by God. But God is saying that is your resume for why I want to use you. He's saying those things that has happened to you is the things that I want to use I don't want you to dwell in the past and dwell in unforgiveness. But I want to use that to bring bring glory to myself and also to you. I want your mess. Actually, no. I need your mess. Because that is what makes you who you are. There's a a way Jabez prayed that prayer. If Jabez was not a man of pain, that prayer would sound different. We know Paul. If you don't know Paul, you've never heard the name Paul before. Okay, we've heard the name Paul. Amen. Paul was a man who... um, his life ambition was to persecute Christians. He enjoys it. Like it's his day in, day out. He finds a Christian going to gun you down. You know, that kind of vibe. Like, yeah, that was his aim. And then he met Jesus. And then Jesus, being who Jesus was, took the broken poor soul, turned him to poor, sent him back to the same people he was going to kill or he's been killing. He gave him an assignment. And so Paul in his journey met Timothy. And Timothy came to him and he's like, I'm a sinner. I don't know how God is going to use me. And Paul said, and that was first Timothy. Paul said, do you think you're a worse sinner than I am? Did you kill a Christian yesterday? He said, of all the sinners, I am the worst. And yet Paul wrote more than half of the New Testament. Of all the sinners, I am the worst. God wants to use you because of your brokenness, not in spite of it. God wants to use you Because of your brokenness. A little bit about myself. I was born into a Christian home. My parents are pastors. So I've known of God for for as long as I was. Yeah. And. Obviously because I'm a pastor's kid. We, know, we kind of know the, 
I guess the resume of how things work. You go to church, you do morning devotion, you pray. Anything bad is happening, you pray. You kind of know a little bit about God, voluntarily or involuntarily. Um, and <clears throat> everything I knew about God was pretty legalistic. Um, it was, don't do this. If you do this, you do that. Does it happen to you? If you don't, my father's favorite verse, uh, obey my commandments, like literally every morning. So I, 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 I understood the way it works. Christianity works. And life was going good. I had my parents to protect me and to pray for me. So life was going good. And I moved here. In between, um, in the, within two, three years, I got sexually abused three times. And I tried to be legalistic. First time, second time, third time, three different people. And... There's a pattern, you know, that they tell you about, you know, I, I won't say grief, but I guess it works for everything. You go from denier, then you go to anger, then you go to, then at the end you accept it. I tried that. I went from my symptoms back to denier. So it didn't really work. And so 2020 came um, and just, let me just say, I learned to live live with it. So it's my little bag that I carry with me. Um, and it shows up when it wants to and I close it back when I'm done with using it or whatever. I don't know. It's just, it's just my little handbag that I carry with me. Um, and 2020 COVID year and God is saying I'm, I'm about to use you for so much more and I'm just like, I got this bag that I'm carrying. What we're going to do with it because I can't carry the cross on one hand and carry the bag on another hand. Like it can't work. And he said, yeah, you got to deal with it. But how? You know, and then I, obviously having people around me that tell you, yeah, you need to seek counseling, you know, and all of that, which I did, which helped. Don't get me wrong. Therapies, I do it. I love it. But one thing that my counselor or therapist could never answer was why. Everybody could tell you what, how, all of that. No one could tell me why. Nobody could tell me, why did that have to happen to me? Why me? I was not a perfect Christian, but still, no one deserves that. So why me? Why me? Moses said, why me? I was, I, I was born into a family that did not have an identity. Because they were trying to kill me when I was a baby. And so they put me in a family that wasn't really mine. And then eventually when I found my people, they still rejected me. And you're still sending me back to the same people. Why me? Gideon asked in George's. The angel appeared to Gideon and said, I'm sending you to the Israelites. And he's saying, why me? I am the least of, of everyone in my tribe. Why me? Jeremiah was young and said, I don't have the words to say. Isaiah was saying, I'm a man of unclean lips. I am not worthy. Paul is like, I kill for a living. 
Peter is saying, I denied Jesus three times. Why me? But God is saying, why not you? Why not you? You know, the Holy Spirit said something to me. He said, I use broken people because there is no other kind of people. There are no other kind of people. We are all broken. We live in a broken system. We live around broken people. We hurt people, hurt people. Everybody's hurt. Something's hurt somebody somewhere, somehow. So, but now I'm hurt. What's next? Now I'm in pain. What's next? Now I'm broken. What's next? But this morning, God is saying, I want to use that, that pain. And I want to do a switch. And I want to turn that pain to joy. And when I ask God, why? Why me? And say, because you're going to come across people that is going through what you are going through. And like the Bible says, I think in 1 Corinthians, he said, as I have comforted you, you are able to comfort them too. As I have helped you, you are able to help them too. Because I could easily walk up to somebody out there and tell them the, 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 the Samaritan woman's story. I could really walk up to them and tell them the Peter's story. I could really walk up to them and tell them the Paul's story. Or I could walk up to them and tell them the Lolade's story. I could tell them my story. I could tell them of my pain and how I came to God in, and he was able to put my people back together again. The Bible says, come unto me, all you are heavy laden, and I would give you rest. God is saying that I acknowledge that you have a list of why you are not worthy. I actually see the list. I was there when you were writing it. But he said, bring the list. Bring it. And I will give, you, give back to you the reason why you're worthy. God is about to send us to possess the land. And to take over. But he's saying, I need to fix the home front. I need to heal hearts. I need to restore. Take that pain. When Jesus was going to the cross, he was beaten and he was battered. And he was carrying the cross with him. Dragging it with him as they were beating him. And somebody came and said, let me carry your cross. I might not be able to cure your pain. I might not be able to take away the, the beating, but I can help you carry the cross. And that's what God is trying to do for us this morning. And that's why I shared my story. To make you understand that I, I had a list of why I wasn't worthy. That is just the things that people have done to me. I had a list of things that are done to people. I had a list 
of the sins that I had committed that made me. In fact, there was some I intentionally did just so that I might be, I might be unworthy. There were some steps because I knew that I was called, but I did not want to answer. And so I intentionally did some things to just piss him off. But every time I would come so close to doing something irredeemable, mercy still spoke. Some days I sit and I think about some things that I'd wanted to do. I had planned it. I said, I'm just going to get that guy. And I had a list of everything I was going to do. It's going to piss him off. And then something would just happen. Something random. My phone would just not work. Something that is just, something would just happen. And I would be so pissed. And many years later, I would be like, oh, I see what you did there. The things that you think makes you unworthy. The things that even makes you worthy the most. And this morning God is saying, I want to use the broken pieces. I can sit here and I can tell you a list of people in the Bible that God used that were broken. But I can also tell you that I am as broken as they can come. Probably even more broken than you can think. Everybody that comes up this altar to minister, they're as broken as you can imagine. But God uses broken people. God uses, it is an excitement when you come to him broken. And I'll tell you why. Can I have the picture, please? This is how I'm going to end it. There's an excitement when, when you come to God broken. Because he does something to the broken parts. picture will come. It does something to the broken pot. It pieces the pot together. But you see, in the cracks, it doesn't just put, you don't, English. (laughs) Yeah, some days it'd be hard. (laughs) Yeah, it just doesn't put them together. In these cracks, are not glued, they're gold. In those cracks, it puts gold in them. And so by the time he's rep- you're presenting yourself, you're representing yourself back to the world, you look beautiful again. By the time you're representing yourself back to the world, and the world is boasting that I've beaten this person. The Bible says that those you've, though you've been pressed, you are not shaken. You've been persecuted, but you are not destroyed. And so when the world thinks that they had beaten you, and they had broken you, and there are pieces that is in your leg that you cannot fit, God is saying, I have those small fragments. Bring them. I'm able to put them in those corners and piece you back together. And just in case that you can't find the fragments, I have gold. And that's what the Lord, that's, that, that's our message this morning. That is my message this morning. I tell you, I could barely sleep this morning. When I woke up early this morning and I told God and I was like, God, you want me to be that vulnerable? And he said, yes. 
I need to heal my people's heart again. I want to heal people. I felt the burden of some of us here this morning when I was praying of how some of us have tried and tried and tried and tried again. Plan A and plan B did not work. Plan C, plan D did not work. And God is saying, try me. I said, I want us to bow down our heads in this place this morning. And with our heads bowed, I'm going to do a quick altar call. And if you're here and you, there's something you want God to heal you from. There's a heart, there's a heartbreak, there's a pain that you need healing. You need God to piece you back together. Please can you step forward. I'm going to step forward too with you. Because healing is made available in the house today. There's some people that you need, there's some people you need to forgive for that healing to start. He's saying, I'm able to put the piece together and put gold in that piece. He said, the world has battered you and has hurt you so much. But come unto me, all ye who are every lady, and I would give you rest. And so everyone in front, I just want you to ask for rest. I want you to present your burden to him. He says that my yoke is light. He said I would carry the burden for you. I want you to present that burden to him. And can I have the leaders please? Can you just pray with them as you're led? I want you to be a little vulnerable this morning. I want you to be a little vulnerable this this afternoon and say, God, I come with my pieces and I need you to put me back together. Put me back together, God. Put me back together, God. Put me back together, God. Put me back together. Put me back together. Put me back together, God. Oh, put me back together. Put me back together. Oh, the world that's bothered me. My parents have hurt me. I hear so strongly that some of us right in front, the hurt is from your parents. My parents has hurt me so much. Lord, put me back together. Take my pain and give me joy. Take my pain and give me joy. Take my pain and give me joy again. Take my pain and give me joy again. Present it to him and be as honorable, vulnerable and as honest and tell him exactly where it hurts. Tell him where it hurts. I came to God and I told him, I said, somebody took advantage of me. And I am hurting and I'm in pain. And I am not able to do anything and I'm carrying a burden that I do not even know how to process. 
but I'm able to bring my burden to you. I'm able to cast my cares on you because you care for me. I'm able to comfort others because comfort is with you. I told God, I said that I have been taken advantage of in so many ways. Friends have hurt me. My parents have hurt me. Said things that they should not have said to me. People have spoken words into my life. But Father, you are able to restore me. Like Jabez, I pray in this moment that you are able to restore me again. That you are able to mend my heart again and put gold where it's been broken. And put gold where it's been broken. I feel like there's two of us in the crowd that needs to join them. There are two people in the crowd that needs to join them. I need you to take that bold step. There's healing in the house this morning. There's healing in the house this morning. We are not here to condemn you, but instead we're here to tell you that healing is in the house. Healing is in the house. Deliverance is in the house. He's here to set you free. He's here to set you free. Deliverance is in the house this morning. I am ready to use you. I am ready to send you forth. But I can't send you forth broken. I can't send you forth broken. I can't send you forth in pieces. I need to piece you back together. There is one more person that needs to join them. He's saying that I want to piece you back together. I want to piece you back together. I want to piece you back together. I want you back together. You are the defender of my heart. When I thought I lost you, you knew where I left. You reintroduced me to your love, and you picked up all my pieces, put me back together. back together.
Oh, Father, we thank you. Father, I thank you for everyone that is out here. <laughs> thank you, oh God, for confirming your word. Rest is available in you. Father, upon this one, I release comfort. Upon this one, I release peace. Upon this one, I release rest. The two of you out here that your rest lies on your forgiveness. Uh, but not forgiving the person, but forgiving yourself. You need to forgive yourself. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you for healing in this place. We thank you, oh God, for the pieces that you're piecing and putting back together. Father, we thank you, oh God, for the release of the Holy Spirit, the comfort and spirit upon each and every vessel out here. Father, I pray right now that in the name of Jesus, that your peace, the pass all understanding, rest upon each and every one of them. Heal their broken hearts, oh God. Help them to forgive. Show them how you're going to use them. Not why, but how you're going to use them. There is love available in this house. And he says that he loves you more than you can imagine. He loves you more than you can imagine. And he was there when the hurt happened. And he's saying that I would walk through with you through the valley of the shadow of death. And you shall have no reason to fear evil. Lord, we thank you because you still use broken people. We thank you because you still you would use us. Lord, I thank you for your children because they are healed, they are set free, they are delivered from every pain and every hurt and every broken heart. Father, I thank you, God, because they walk in the confidence of your word. That even when the enemy will come and remind them of why they do not qualify, your word will remind them of why they qualify. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because they are not just made old, they are new again. Oh, thank you because they are new again. Thank you because they are new again. And the Lord is saying for one of you, he said, I'm restoring laughter. He said, I'm restoring laughter. He said, you've smiled, but you've not laughed in a while. He said, I'm restoring laughter that you would have reasons to laugh. In the name of Jesus. 
And he says, I see the tears. And I gather the tears in my hand. And I cry when you cry. I weep when you weep. I am broken when you're broken. Father, we thank you for what you were set to do. Take all the glory upon this lives. Take all the glory in each and every vessel. Take all the glory in each and every vessel. Take all the glory in each and every vessel. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. And so I'm still going to do a salvation altar call. It's important that you have a relationship with the same God that is able to restore. And so all heads down, all eyes closed. We're going to do a salvation altar call. And if you're here and you want to give your life to God. And you want to give your life back to Jesus. And you say, Father, I know you're able to restore. I have prayed that you restore. But a relationship with you means a life of restoration. Constant restoration. Please, can you raise your hands? I want to have a relationship with you. I want to walk with you the rest of my life. Oh, you want to rededicate your life to God. And you're saying, I've walked with you in the past, but I've actively tried to run away from you. And I have tried things I shouldn't have done. And this moment, he's saying that salvation is here. He told Zacchaeus, salvation is here. I've come today. And so today, at this day of salvation, he's saying, come back to me. So if you're saying this praise or you want to rededicate your life, please raise it and put your hands up real quick. And then Osher will bring you a, a, a card. Any other person, please. It is important in this world, broken world to be precise that you have a relationship with the God that is able to put you together again. Any other person before we pray? And so if you raise up your hand, say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving me. I thank you for your blood that you shed on the cross. I love you, Lord. And I proclaim that you are God. And from today... I start a relationship with you. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. And if you're also online and you said that prayer, please text SAVE to the number that will pop up on your screen as well. And someone will definitely reach out to you.
Daddy, we thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.